0: Alright, wow. Uh, I think you have had, And yes, we want to celebrate and send our greetings to Apostle and Revma, who are always making sure that we are thriving. They are making sure that business leaders around Uganda are taking it to the next level. So we celebrate them very much. And we thank them for this vision. I believe this was Apostle's vision for yes. Business Garage. So we are blessed. We are very blessed with a very, very good shepherd that takes care of every part of our lives. Not only spiritual, but make sure we are thriving in every other. Speaking of which, welcome back from the Eastern Gathering. For those of you that attended, yes, you are welcome. Thank you very much for being there. If you missed it, you can catch the sessions online. It was an amazing session and the topic was praise and thanksgiving. Yes, and I think business people have some of the most, many things to be thankful for each and every day. So business people should be the most thankful people because it's. No easy thing to start a business. So, guys, last week we talked about prosperity. Uh, we had the conversation, and we wrapped up by saying it is important that we are prospering. It is important that your business is thriving. Do not exclude yourself from the prosperity conversation. God needs you to prosper. Uh, Pastor Noah left us shocked, yes, uh, by telling us we should be flying business. <laughs> Yes, he left us thinking about that, and he also told us that when it was time to build the ark, they looked for a wealthy man. You know, so if it is time to build the ark, will they look for your business? You really asked us some deep questions that left us thinking all week. So today we want to kick further into that conversation. We are ready. Yesterday I met people who are telling me we are ready. So <laughs> Pastor Noah, uh, the saints are ready. The business owners are ready. This prosperity thing. Let us continue. How can We start to prosper. We want to prosper. That was it at the end of last week. Everybody wants to prosper in business. So I think today we kick into how can someone prosper?
1: Okay, thank you. Uh, Before I get there, allow me to send just one greeting.
0: It's okay. It's okay, Pastor Noah, please.
1: I just want to celebrate with the family at Washi Pabas Chitukutwe. We make one year. Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Yes. The amazing team at Worship Harvest Chitukutu. Shout out to my wife, uh, who, who together we lead Worship Harvest Chitukutu. Wow! Yes. And the mechanics to the Zono pastors to all the, all the people that make that place what it is, and we celebrate you. I want also to celebrate Apostle Mose and Pastor Ari for sending us there. Yes. You know that's where they live. So, oh, really? Yeah. So, so you're as if they're
0: Pastor-o. Oh. <laughs>
1: yeah. So it's, it's a double honor. Not only yes. to plant a location, but to plant a location where, where our, our apostle our, lives. Our yes. prophet lives. Yes. It's such an honor. And we are seeing the effects of that blessing. Amen. So we thank Apostle. Thank you, Rev Ma, for sending us. It's, it has been a great one year, and looking forward to many, many more.
0: Wow! Happy first anniversary, Worship Harvest Chitukutwe! Studio audience, you should be clapping unless your church made ten years. You should be clapping. We celebrate you, uh, Pastor yes. Noah. We will visit. We will definitely Please. visit yeah. one of these days, Worship it's Harvest a blessing. Yes, it's a blessing. A blessing. Yeah.
1: Uh, the second thing before I get into the into what we we prepared to speak to about today is in the spirit of thanksgiving and praise i would just like us to to give thanks for uganda as a business destination
0: oh okay um
1: asabi a couple of years ago was done and and uganda is one of the most entrepreneurial countries in the world and you know many times if you live here we don't appreciate how easy it is to do business we only identify all the problems, all the challenges, forgetting that many people come here and make a lot of money. Mm. Yeah, the, the richest people who are, who are in Uganda, a few of them are Ugandan, but many of them are foreigners yes. because they see opportunity here, they harness the opportunity. And so as business people, I'd like us to be thankful yeah. And to praise God for, for, for being in Uganda.
0: Amen. Because Uganda Amen. is a
1: blessed country. The minute you leave Uganda, it becomes harder to start a business. To start a business. Yeah, that's what that survey means. If you're the most entrepreneurial country, that means starting a business in other countries is that a bit more harder. And so just to celebrate Uganda, to celebrate the businesses in Uganda, you Amen. can wake up just now and yes. start a business right now. Yes. And you make money today. And so Uganda is one of the few places in the world where that is possible. And so we want to thank God so much in the spirit of thanksgiving and praise for for the the wonderful gift of a business destination like Uganda.
0: Amen. 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 Studio audience, let's clap to that. Let us give thanks to God that we are in a land uh, that is entrepreneurial, that it is easy to start a business. I think you've heard that. That the moment you get onto a flight and leave... It yeah. gets immediately harder to start a business. so yes. the opportunities are here. We are in the land of opportunities. Most definitely. Yes. All right.
1: So yes, last, last week we were going through, you know, why God wants us prosperous, and just to, just to keep, uh, to to put context, because in the midst of all the things that we're saying, the message may have been lost, that God wants us prosperous. Deuteronomy eight eighteen is always my go to scripture, and says. You shall remember the Lord your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. Why? That he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers as it is this day. That is the purpose. The purpose of wealth is so that God can establish his covenant. His covenant. Meaning for him, to, for, for him to establish the covenant, he needs us wealthy. Yes. And we must will be willing to partner with him in it. And that's the thing Apostle has been belaboring. The more we embrace poverty, the harder it is for us to fulfill this, this, this desire of God. God wants us wealthy, and as, uh, as the owner of a cattle on a thousand hills, mm. he wants to share this. So it's, it's imperative that we understand that in our minds. And so even as businesses, as businesses who have been given the mandate to multiply, fill the earth, and subdue it, it is imperative that we understand it is God who gives us the power to get wealth. And so that's the thing that we are trying to establish, that God wants you wealthy. He does not want you poor. He does not Amen. want your business small. Yes. He does not want your business struggling. He wants you to prosper. Yes. And he's inviting us to partner with him in that journey of prosperity. Amen. So that's the, my main takeout from last time, when I rewatched. <laughs> <laughs> in the midst of all like, yeah, my main all the other things. The business class thing, many people are complaining. I was just defining; the, <laughs> it says business on the ticket, so uh, don't don't shoot me. Because shoot the airline let them let them come up with the <laughs> a VIP class or something? But as long as they call it business class, yes, anyway. It's for us. But yeah, but but I, I just wanted us to lean in a bit on. So we talked about the why, and I just wanted us to lean in and a bit on the how. Yeah. It has been established. We God wants us wealthy. Awesome. God wants to partner with us, awesome, okay? He wants us to be a blessing to nations, very good. How? How? I thought if I open my shop, next week I'll become wealthy. Ah. Uh, And and lo and behold, four years later,
0: later. it's
1: it's a different story. And just just wanted us to to lean in a bit on diligence. Mm. Uh, Diligence and and hard work. God, in his design, right from, from, from the Garden of Eden, designed us to work. When he created Adam, he created Adam and put him in the garden to tend. So mm. Adam had work. Long before the curse, long before the fall, Adam had work. And so God's design, you see, everything we see God do before the fall of man was his intention. That's what yes. he wanted to do. Okay, He wanted the earth to yield fruits. He wanted the earth to yield of its increase to Adam and to the people that he created on, the, on, on, on earth. But then, you know, because of various things which you don't have time to get into, things changed. But that was God's intent. Yes. So God's intent for us, God's means by which we should prosper primarily is work.
0: Is work.
1: Yes. And so by putting your hand to the plow as the proverb goes... By putting your mind to something and being diligent with work, that is the first way in which you can prosper. You can prosper. Yes, uh, Apostle has been teaching, and he taught us that there are three levels of prosperity. There is the diligence level, there is the wisdom level, yes. and there is the covenant level. And so, work is the ground; it is ground zero. Basic. That is the basic thing. Before you even start trusting God for the, what have you done with the talent He has given you? What have you done with that business idea? What have you done with you know that shop? Are you there? You know, many many times we, as especially in Ugandans, you go to a, a shop, and it's like the person there has been forced to work there. Mm. It's their business, and by serving you, they feel that they are doing you a favour. Favour, you yeah. know, the bad attitude, and so just the simple diligence of hard work, and it is, uh, is is alluded to us. And so, as the first thing we need to understand, as business people, put in the hours. Put in the hours, hours, yes. Mm -hmm. Get that business up from scratch. Register the business. Go out, look for those customers. You know, don't take no for an answer. You know, there's that... uh, A bit of my story. When I started out, one of the first businesses I started was a consulting business on cybersecurity. Now, I started it some time ago. And back then, people didn't think that there were cybersecurity experts in Uganda. In fact, mm. <laughs> they, they, when, when I told people that I'm, I'm here to, to, to discuss about cybersecurity, they would look confused. <laughs> and, 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 and just because I could see an opportunity, uh, especially as systems were becoming more and more digitized, yes. the biggest risk that would come up from there is cyber attacks, people hacking and stealing money or stealing information. And so I talked to banks, I talked to, you know, large organizations, talked to government, and, you know... I had to, to put in the years, not just even mm. months. I had to put in years, going door to door, knocking, sitting in meetings, making presentations,
0: educating them, educating yeah. them,
1: and and you know, and years later, um, the, the business business got established, and now we're one of the first um, digital forensics uh, companies in East Africa. Wow. Yes, and but it we, as we, a we, result. yeah yes. as a result, but it took the hard work. As in looking back and seeing all the people that I had to talk to, to meet the rejections. And the That is got, part yes, of, yes, yeah. that is part of the sweat that goes into prosperity. Yes. So the prosperity that that particular, the industry actually right now in Uganda is enjoying, is has the foundations in hard labor, in hard tealing work. In the tilling of The tilling of the land. Yeah. And so as business people, you know, in this day and age, a lot of digitization makes us feel that you can just switch on, click, create an an Instagram page Mm, and of course money starts flowing in. No, it doesn't work like that. Biblical principles are to be obeyed and that the first way in which we can prosper is through work.
0: It's through work. Yes. All right. Okay. Thank you very much, Pastor Noah. I think we have set the foundation guys. Mm. It's good to pray. It's good to fast. But you must put in the hard work. From yeah. the get-go, God's plan was that we must work. Yes. Even when things were nice and rosy in Eden, the case was you must till the land. Yes. So as business people, we have to work. We have to work. We cannot sit back and things magically happen. The customers will not miraculously come to our doorstep. Yeah. There has to be an effort on our part. Even the business, you have to start the business you have to do something. Okay, so that is level number one. The fastest way to prosper. Yes, is it work. is through work. It is through work.
1: It is through work because yes. God does. That's no how shortcuts. God. No, no shortcuts. No, that's how God designs. Even pastors work hard.
0: Even pastors have to work. Yeah,
1: yes. they work hard. They have to yeah. visit. They have we to have pray. To, yes, for more than ten hours a week. Yes. Yeah. And then they have to go and evangelize.
0: Evangelize. Yes. Yes. Then
1: they have to visit the flock.
0: You have to visit. Yes. Yes. Then
1: you have to teach every day. Every day. Yes. Because some people think that pastors come... For oh, two no, hours no, on, on a Sunday, Sunday. <laughs> then they go and golf. No. I know, that's what
0: we've always thought. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they teach every they day. They work
0: only one day a week for two hours. Yes. <laughs> that, that, that's so around. it's hard work to pastor. Yes, yes yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. As an anointed are calling as it is. Yes, yeah. Even with all the anointing that pastors have, they still have to work hard.
0: Actually, the more they're anointed, <laughs> I feel like, they you work even more.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so there's no, there's no, yes, there's no going yes, around this. Yeah. And, and, and the thing is that work is good. You yes. see, we have this bad attitude about work because we think it's a punishment. You know, growing Where up. Where did that come <laughs> from?
0: Where did we ever I,
1: think <laughs> that? <laughs> I don't yes. want to blame anyone specifically, yes. but you see, when you when you give your children work as punishment, they, they get a certain attitude towards it. Yeah. You see, uh, for me, I know my bad attitude towards work came from the punishments I got. Go and sweep the compound. Yes, yes. Go and <laughs> dig the garden. Go. You see, and then that it becomes this thing of you know. Yes. And the, the minute you get some sort of liberty.
0: You, don't want, you to want to, to chill, work, put
1: your yes. legs up and watch TV. Well, that's that's not that's unfortunately not how wealth is made. Mm-hmm. Wealth is made so by going big, work. And yeah. so we have to change our attitude. Our that blueprint, blueprint that,
0: that, 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 <laughs> that,
1: that, that that work is a is punishment. A punishment. It's, a, it's not work is a blessing. God I mean, you know, when you look at Adam, God blessed Adam by giving him work to do. Wow. God blessed Adam by giving him work to do. God has blessed you by giving you a business. Do you know that a business is a legal, bona fide entity that transfers money from many people to you? To you. Have you ever thought of it that way? No. A business is designed to get money from, from people to you. From one person. To, bring you. It to you. That is legal. It is legal, and people are come clapping to yes. give you their money. Yeah, that's a business, you know. And Recognized so it's an opportunity, it's yes, for thing, many people. Yes, yeah. So. I don't know how many other things that can happen in, in legally, but it, it is, it is a, very, a very honorable thing to do. To Once work, you think about yeah. the power of a business, the impact of a business, not only just to the customers, but also to the employees. Yes. Every employee that a business employs has a, has a family. Yes. They have dependents. And so all those people are blessed by this thing that God has given you. So work is actually a blessing. blessing. And so when we change our mindset and understand that work is a blessing, then we put in the hours.
0: And so that's the first thing to do. We
1: have to change our mindset and understand that God has blessed us with this thing called work. The second thing is that, you know, even God is working. Jesus says in John chapter 5, verse 19, (laughs) God God is working. (laughs) So for you, what are you doing when God is working?
0: (laughs) If God is working, maybe... (laughs) Who are you to just sit uh, even to Jesus hear? says John chapter yeah. five verse
1: nineteen. Then Jesus answered and said to them, yeah. Most assuredly I say to you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do. And whatever he does, the, the, whatever he does, the Son also does in like manner. God is working. God is working. So the yeah. things that we saw Jesus doing is what he saw God doing.
0: Yes,
1: you understand. So as believers in in church and and, and in business, we must work.
0: We must work. Yeah,
1: yes. there's some the. the <laughs> There are certain things I tell my the people at my workplace. It's like every time you find yourself idle, just ask yourself, "Is this what God is doing now?" Hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <As> in, <laughs> these are simple, simple, simple questions.
0: That's to do Guys, you can that... laugh.
1: Uh, yeah, so yeah. so work is a blessing and, and there's such a blessing. Like imagine again another thing a way to think about business. A business is a tool that can help you solve problems. Yes. Anything you have the temptation to complain about, because yesterday we learned the temptation is an invitation to demons. Mm-hmm. So we should stop complaining. Complaining, yes. Yes, but anytime you're tempted to complain, that's a business opportunity. Mm. Yeah. Yes. That's a problem that needs to be solved. And so business is a tool to solve problems. Now, I know when you look out your window, you see an abundance of, I I won't even say it, but that is a business, business opportunities. I got a chance to interact with some investors from a certain country. And on the way, uh, the bypass had not yet been, the the expressway had not yet been completed. So they used the normal NTV road. Mm. By the time we got to the conference place from the airport, the person was buzzing with business ideas that he wrote on his book. And it's like, this land is, has so much many opportunity. Opportunities. Between Entere and town, he had written on a list of so many businesses that he could do. And this was his first time in Uganda. Oh, wow. And he had the capacity because of the conference he was attending. So I have no doubt. But you yeah. understand, so... All he could see was business opportunity. For you, when you drive from Entebbe to to town, what do you see? When you drive from home to town, what do you see? Do you see problems or do we want to? (laughs) You you understand? So a business is a tool that helps you solve problems. You understand? So they are there. These are opportunities. And uh, and that's another way of thinking about it. I just want to also refer to Apostle's book. Straightforward Financial Growth. If you don't have this book, um, it's okay. You can get it. You should get it. Yeah, Media Team, we have a copy
0: (laughs) of that book uh, to show people. In case there's someone who's tuning in for the first time. Someone is tuning in. This is Straightforward Financial (laughs)
1: Growth by Apostle Moses Mkisa. Mkisa. It is an amazing book. It is life-changing. And I just want to quote something here when he's talking about work. Uh, from, from the chapter on work, and says entrepreneurs are people who solve problems for a profit. Bill Gates set out to solve computing problems. As you can see, he has done something about the problem of information management. Okay, Teachers solve knowledge problems. Pastors solve spiritual, spiritual problems. Doctors solve health problems. Taxis, taxi drivers solve transport problems. <laughs> Politicians also solve problems. Yeah, it's there. And then, you know, (laughs) I didn't mean to laugh. But, yeah, there are problems galore. So ask yourself, what problems are your business, is your business solving? And so that's the first thing. You must go out, look for the problem, engage with it. Uh, Another thing, uh, challenge I've, I've discovered with businesses, you do like a desktop research. Hey, I've seen that this is the challenge here. Mm. Then after a few Google searches, you go to start the business. No, 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 no. That's not diligence. Yes. Engage with the problem. Understand what the pro- why the problem exists. Go down on ground. And this is the hard work you put in. And then once you get that feedback. So when you start, you're then, you're then starting from a sure footing, having put in the work of research, engaging with your customer, understanding what the actual needs are, and meeting them. Yes. Yes.
0: All right. Yes. I think we have had, guys, we have to be diligent. We have to work. And work really, truly is a blessing. And having a business is a blessing. Sometimes we look at business and you are just upset with that business. And, <laughs> and you're mad at the business. And you're like, what was I thinking? Did yeah. the Lord truly speak? So we've had that our businesses solve problems, which means we are a channel through which uh, God is dealing with the problems that are exactly. on the earth. is using yes. your business to solve a problem for someone. Your business is the answer to someone's problem. You know, yeah. we have uh, dentists here, Dr. Steve, we send you exactly. greetings. <laughs> God is dealing with that because there are some people who cannot pray their way out of a toothache. No, so no. they need to go to <laughs> Dr. Steve. You know, so that's how God is solving some of the problems that we have through your business and we need to see our businesses as that. Yes. And therefore, each time you're not working hard, Remember that someone's solution, you're sitting with it and you're wasting time uh, with a pro- problem that somebody has and you're not helping them. Yes. All right, take us further now. We've talked yes. about okay. hard so work. Yes. There,
1: there's hard work, there's also diligence. Yes. Now, diligence um, and hard work, the, the, other, the other way to look at diligence is in stewardship. Mm-hmm. Again, another thing is, remember the earlier statement that God blessed Adam by giving him work to do. Yes. God has blessed you by giving you a business or a job. Job, oh yes. yes, and so that's the attitude to have towards it, and as such, since God has given it to you, the expectation is that you become a good steward.
0: steward.
1: Yes, if you remember the the the, 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 the parable of the, the talents, talents mm. you know, to one he gives five, to another he gives two, and to the one he gives one, then he goes, and then there is a small part of that scripture that I had not I had missed, mm. that the people who had five and two went and traded. Yeah, because you see, the, 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 if you miss that portion of scripture, yeah. Uh, so it says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 20, so he he who had received five talents came and brought them another talent, saying, Lord, what have you, the, the, the previous verse, before when yeah. they were they just being given. Before? Uh-huh, before? Before that. I think it's verse 18. Uh-huh to which had ability, verse 15, uh-huh. yes. then out uh, 16. Then he who had received five talents went, went and, and traded with them and made another five talents. Mm. You see, uh, me, when I read that scripture years ago, I thought the other talents appeared because it's Jesus telling the parable, so yes. it is supernatural, okay? Five talents became 10. And I had not, not seen this, that he went and traded with them he went and put that to work. He put work into what he was given and multiplied it. Yes. The same thing with a person of two talents. Meaning that the person with the one talent did not do work. Even mm-hmm. though he, re- he did not lose the money. He did not lose what he was given. But he did not he multiply it. Didn't do anything and what, it. The, what, yeah. what is he referred to? He's called wicked and slothful or lazy.
0: For not multiplying what he was. given. For not given. multiplying
1: what is given. So, if you're wicked and lazy, you do not. You're not a good steward of what God has given you. If my business is not growing. If your business is not growing, you're not being a good steward. If you're in your, because also people might think we are we're only talking about businessmen. Again, remember, even that job, I'm going to talk about it in, when we get to Ephesians chapter four. But even that job that you have been given is has been given to you by God. By
0: God, yes. And the
1: expectation of God is that you steward it well. And if you steward it well, apostle the other day was challenging us as, as people who are employed, be the best employee. Yes. Show up on time, do the work that you're being paid to do, and just wear a smile. And if you happy. just do those yeah. three, <laughs> if you do those three things, you'll yes. be promoted in a year. Just by doing those three things, doing the actual work. The real one they hired you for. It was a yeah. sad thing to discover sometime. We did a study that especially in my area of engineering, which I I studied at at university, that the first thing, when you get a graduate, the first thing you do is to train them. You get eh? that that you're employed by a certain organization, then the first thing they want to do is to train you, meaning that the thing that you went through was not sufficient for for you to engage the market. Okay, Okay. So Mm. the employer is investing so much. And so there's the steward of the employer, then there's the steward of God. And we must be diligent. diligent. That is how we are called faithful. If you want to be called faithful, there has to be multiplication okay. yeah. and growth in the thing that you're doing. And so also just, just wanted to mention that, that actually the stewards put the money to work. They put it to work. They put, they they put it put some And that's why yes. he was called diligent because he went, worked, and gained more.
0: Yes, with his master's money. Yes, with yeah. his master's money. Yeah. Because also
1: somewhere, in, we don't have time to go and look, but then it says, if you cannot be trusted with, your, with someone else's, yes. who would trust you your own? With
0: your own, yes. You
1: understand? So let talk about faithfulness there. But that's for maybe another time. But just want to mention a couple of things that anyone can become wealthy. If you work hard, the automatic result is wealth. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 4. And says, he who has a slack hand... Becomes poor, becomes poor, but the hand of the, the diligent, diligent makes makes rich rich That's a, the reason I like proverbs is that they're in English number one, number two they are direct as in it you takes misinterpret effort them. to misinterpret <laughs> them. it it takes effort yes, yeah. to misunderstand yeah. the fact that <laughs> the hand that is diligent makes makes he, rich. the hand that is lazy has nothing yeah, so when you look at the results, yes. If you, if you see poverty, then you know that there's Your some hand, level of laziness. Yeah. If you see wealth, then they know that there's some Someone level is, of someone's diligence. Someone's hand
0: is being diligent. <laughs> someone's yes. hand is
1: being diligent. Yeah. Yeah. And then the, 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 another proverb is Proverbs 13 verse 4. Mm. Mm? And it says, The soul of a lazy man desires,
0: desires. and yeah. has
1: nothing, but the soul of the diligent makes rich. And this is something to, again, to those ones who have so many business ideas, Okay? <laughs> <laughs> the, 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 wow. <laughs> the, I thought ideas me, are from the, the Lord. Yes, they are. <laughs> what are you telling the us the that? ideas are good. Yeah. What are you doing about them? Yeah. Are you just desiring? Or are you just putting it to work? Because it says the soul of a lazy man desires. You have the idea in your head that it, it's even Jesus, who is the word incarnate, had to become flesh. Mm. Yeah, he didn't remain as a good idea or a spiritual thing. <laughs> God, God Himself he had
0: a good idea, and God had, to do something. had this
1: brilliant plan of redeeming, of redeeming us. Yes. yes, God's thoughts toward us are good. That's what He says in the yes. Psalms, and so He did something he had to about do something it. Something about His good yeah. thoughts and His love. You know, yes. has anyone seen love? Touched it? As in, what no. color is it? You know, many people think love is red. Anyway, mm. but <laughs> but God so loved. The word that he gave his only son. You know, in the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word the was, word was God. God. And the word became, became flesh. flesh. Your ideas must become flesh. flesh. The process of turning the idea into flesh is diligence. Mm, wow. Yes, Damn. it is diligence. It is going down, writing that business proposal, going registering the business, going getting the place that it's going to yeah. be, opening the shop, looking for customers, customers. doing all that yes. stuff. That is making flesh. And wow. so mm. it, we must stop these desiring, desiring things and mm. actually put the diligence into work. Do something about it. Do something those about it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And so that's another thing about uh, anyone can become wealthy. Yeah. Now that you think about it, it's not so hard. If you have an idea, put it into action and you'll become wealthy. And most especially, and, and this one I say it with all our oh, wow, what? Humility. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, especially here in Africa, you get eh? So, Africa, we, we have, we have um, how do I put this? We, we, we are disadvantaged from the word go. Mm. Because on top of the, uh, the the curse of Adam, we have the curse of Ham. Oh, yes. Okay, yeah. you see, Adam was cast or at least the ground was cast before Adam's sake. Something that was designed to yield fruit and abundance now yields thorns and thistles. Yes, that means you have to till to the till land, till the land even to, more, yeah. and through toil actually, it yeah, is to toil. toil on the land, and so that everyone on earth has to toil. Okay, some clearly doing it better. But the problem of Africa is that because of harm's curse, we have to work that much harder. More than the... To neutralize that curse, we have to work that much harder to neutralize it. And so we can't run away from this diligence thing. We must put the effort.
0: Even more. Yes.
1: yes. Anyone who comes into any worship harvest environment will realize that there is a lot of effort that has gone into neutralizing that curse. Many times we have been accused that, hey, there must be some muzungus behind this. There must be some, some white yes, people. Yeah. No, no, no. It's because of diligence.
0: Diligence.
1: Yeah, it is diligence. So that something cannot yeah. even be attributed to harm because of diligence. Yes. And so we must work hard. And, and I want to challenge the businesses that are coming from Africa. Let's also have our businesses that scale the world. Yes. You know? And it's possible. And it's possible. <laughs> yeah. If we just put in the hard work, and a few have done the hard work. Okay, and we have seen that it's possible. But that's just to take up that mantle and say that look, we are it's already, the, the, the cards are already stacked against us. Yeah. And so sitting there is not helping you in any one bit. And so we have to put that in that much effort. Wow. Then I. They should
0: be sending some questions. Yes. Yeah, if you're online, you can send some questions and uh, so that uh, Pastor Noah can just answer some of these things that he has said that have, you know, put a wrinkle in your brain a little bit and you want some clarity. He's available to take one or two of those, so don't miss out the opportunity, please. So just go on.
1: Three, yes. uh, three concluding thoughts and, and, and then we, we can see how to conclude. And, and one, the first one is on. Um, Maybe two. Let me, let, me, let me go to two. Uh, Proverbs chapter 27, verse 23. And um, it says, uh, be what? Be diligent, okay? Mm. To know the state your of your flocks. flocks and attend to, attend to, to your, your hearts. Mm. Be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your hearts. So if you look at this as a steward, that means you must know the state of your business. Mm. And many people know what they see." So, if I see the stock with my eyes, it is there. If I see the, <laughs> the chicken with my eyes, they yes. are there. But it says, be diligent to know the state the of states. your flocks. Yeah. Do you know the market you operate in? How frequently do you interact? Sometimes I've, I, I see certain businesses and they only thrive because of the one, maybe 200 square meters around the around business. Them. That's it. By pure coincidence, they're convenient. Other than that, they have no clue what the market is. Yeah,
0: and if that changes immediately...
1: And if, and, if, and if the market changes immediately, the business will collapse. Yeah. And so also put in to know, what is the market condition? What are, what are, what are, the, what are the trends, you know? And so we have to be diligent in this thing. And the second thing is to and attend to your heads. Attending means you're there. Not by remote. You are physically there where possible. Now when you start scaling, you get people who are present... Systems that keep you and so, so here I see systems. Mm. Get your business into systems. Financial stewardship systems. The, thing, the worst thing you can do for your business is for it to exist to feed your family.
0: Yeah.
1: Mm, FMF. Feed my family. Yes. That is the thing that the, the steward of one talent did. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And he was called lazy.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. The, remember the business is for others. The business, God has blessed you. You're, you're yes. being, God's blessing is never for you. It is for you to be a blessing to many. And so if you understand that, you also understand that the business is supposed to bless many. Yeah. So if the business is only blessing you, you're not working with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're working against God. Because God he wants to use that to bless others. Others, yes. yes. Which gets me to, the, to my final thought. Ephesians chapter 4. And I'll conclude with this. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 28. Now, I'm not the one who wrote this, so in case <laughs> your, your stones are, 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 are well-polished for, for throwing, uh, let me finish. It's Ephesians. Okay? Let him who stole, steal, steal no longer, but rather let him labor, working with his hands what is good that he might have something to give to him who has need. need. Okay? So when you read this scripture, it says that, if you're working with your hands for yourself, it's equivalent to stealing. Oh. Because it starts by talking about a thief. Mm. Let him who stole steal, steal no, longer. no longer. So you're, you're, you're stealing, you're in a state of stealing. What's the solution? Work that you might have him who has to, to give to him, give to who, him who, has. who has need. Yeah. And so, your business must be working to have what yes. to give. Remember when you talked about the ecosystem around a business? Yes. The employees, the customers. Those are the people the business is supposed to bless.
0: So, when we work, we're
1: working to give to give, to gift give, gift gift and gift. to have, and to grow. Yeah. And so, you can't be in FMF. You'll be in direct contradiction of this scripture. And so, just that's my challenge put, put the hard work in, go get that job, get that deal. Because your understanding is that you must have what to give. To give. You must have who to bless.
0: Yes.
1: Whether it is your clients by giving them a very good service. Whether it is your employees by giving them a commiserate salary and enabling them to be a blessing to yes, their families well. and dependents. Yeah. All that is b- through your business. And so you must understand that your business is designed to bless others. And so put in the hard work because you're partnering with God when your business is prosperous.
0: Wow. Oh, yes. Thank you very much, Pastor Noah. I think we have got it. How we can be prosperous through hard work and diligence. It's not enough just to work hard, but we have to be diligent and diligent. Diligence involves putting in the time as well. Yes, people think because I started working, things should be rosy tomorrow. But sometimes it takes time, even tilling the land, before you enjoy what you are. It takes time. It doesn't automatically... You don't till today and harvest tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to take time as well. But it takes uh, being diligent and continuing. I don't know if we have time for just one question. If there's a question out there, somebody was asking about... Um, Let's see, let's see, let's see if there's any question. I think today there are no questions. I think it was very, very clear. (laughs) Yes? (laughs) yes yeah they're just interesting comments someone is saying God is not living the soft life you know there's something called a soft life ambassador someone who is all about living the soft life and we're like no there's nothing like that there's no soft life ambassadorship you have to put in the work your business is there to solve problems your business is for others it is not your business and as much as you have started it but it's for the benefit of other people so while you're there while you wake up every day Day and and do what you do just know that you're there to be a blessing to others God has blessed you with the ability to start the business so that you can bless others and you can only be a blessing when that business is actually multiplying. If the business is not growing, you're also limited on the number of people that you can actually be a blessing to. Yes? And also the business is a mode of the gospel, spreading the gospel, not only in the case of, you know, paying in terms of what needs to be paid for, but even as you're there, when your team sees you being a certain way as the leader, then you have an opportunity to impact their lives and also tell them about what God is doing to disciple the people that God has given you in that business so business is more than just what we look at it at so you need to start to look at your business a different way if you've just been looking at your business as a way to feed your family start to look at it as another way if you are just looking at that business as a source uh, for you and yourself remember that other people are relying on you to make that business thrive to thrive as well And as we were going on the whole morning, we've been talking about God and how he intends for you to be prosperous. But it starts with knowing this God. It's not a matter because sometimes we don't understand because we don't know him who has blessed us. And so we want to give you an opportunity out there to do the first and the most important thing, which is to start a relationship, which is to accept his gift of salvation. Pastor Noah hinted on it and he said he redeemed us by giving his very best, Jesus, who came and died for us. So we want to give you an opportunity to do the first thing above all, because we don't want you to profit the whole world, because these principles work for you whether you're born again or not. However, what does it benefit if you gain the whole world and lose your soul? So the first thing we must safeguard is that key part which is our soul and that comes by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. So I would like you to say this prayer with us if you would like to start a relationship with the creator of everything. The one who wants you prospering. So you can say, dear Lord thank you for my life. Thank you that you love me and you have good plans for me. And today, I ask you to come into my life. I accept your gift of salvation. Come and be my Lord. Come and do something significant with my life. Thank you. In Jesus' name I have prayed. Amen. Amen, amen. And you just made the most important decision. More important than even starting that business. And we would like to know that that is the prayer that you made. And if you made that prayer, please, uh, you can send a message or you can call this number. Plus 256-775-642449. Plus 256 for our international viewers. 775 Four four There is a pastor at the end of that line that is going to help you make sense of the prayer that you just made. As well as connect you to a loving church family that can do life with you following the decision that you have just made. So thank you very, very much. to your audience, let us clap for Pastor Noah. Pastor Noah, thank you very much for teaching us this morning. I believe we are going to be more diligent than we have been. We will not let you down, Pastor Noah. You will be proud of us uh, when you next hear from us. So thank you very much for tuning in uh, from all of us here at Business Garage. We love you. We are rooting for you. And remember, you are blessed to be a blessing. Catch you next week same time 7am here on business garage and at 9 at all our locations we have a service that is going on please find one of us we are looking forward to seeing you there have a blessed sunday god loves you and so do we